welcome to the third episode of the Bone Diaries podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Jamie. And my name is Rachel. Welcome back. Welcome uh, to our returning customer customers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we work in retail. We're working. <laughs> that, I, like, when I bet on the voice, then I just go back to when I was working at a drugstore and I'd be like, good evening, shoppers. The time is now this. <laughs> Or customers, you know, come up and get your shit and get the fuck out of here so we can go home. <laughs> so that's kind of what that was about. <laughs> okay, so. I like it. I like it. <laughs> For our returning listeners, thank you. We love you. We love you. Um, you are a bona fide bonehead. Amazing. For our new listeners, welcome. We will be talking about all things spooky, from ghosts and paranormal to true crime to our own horrific true stories, whether that be dating or embarrassment. Who knows? We know because we're the ones telling you. But what do we know? Nothing. (laughs) I love that this is like our business. (laughs) We're like business partners. We don't know how to run a business. (laughs) Perfect. Yes. Let's uh, make something out of the chaos. I love it. Yep. If you would like to contact us, of course, you can email the Bone Diaries podcast at gmail.com if you have any recommendations of what you would like to hear us talk about. And if you would like to check out our Instagram, it is the Bone Diaries podcast, where we occasionally post some silly shit. So, Jamie, what's going on? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I always get asked this question. Yeah, and you're like, and well, I'm like, nothing. Let's see. Since last March, the same old shit. Um, since last March? <laughs> yeah, well, since oh. quarantine, like, I haven't done anything new. I mean, other than start this podcast, right? Like, um, but I've been, it's really nice. This weekend, I've gotten back into playing The Sims 4, and it's been so much fun. <laughs> I actually made, Rachel, I made a sim of you and your sister and me, and we all live in the same house together. That's the dream yeah so it's pretty cool we're all witches and we live on the beach kind of like in practical magic and it's like my dream fantasy come amazing true. I've been wanting to rewatch practical magic because the last time I watched it I was like hella harsh on it I'm like this is stupid there's nothing to do with witchcraft no, <laughs> but it's like the best. I do yeah no I have to rewatch it because I know I'm gonna love it now and honestly I thought the same thing about the craft I'm like okay. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I need to rewatch or not yeah. rewatch, but I need to watch the craft. Oh my god, yeah. I keep telling you. Because you've been telling me forever to watch it. <laughs> I've been telling you forever, girl. Just I know. don't watch the remake. I have no, not watched I the won't. remake or whatever it was. I don't know if yeah. it was a sequel, remake, whatever. Um, apparently it was really bad and I saw a review on it and like, yeah, no, thank goodness. I yeah. Took the that time was like that. when I tried to rewatch, well, not oh god, not rewatch again. But when I tried to watch Mean Girls 2. I had so much hype for the second one because I thought it was going to be a lot like the first one, even though it had a completely different cast and um, it failed really, really badly and it sucked and I hated it. And now whenever I think of the original Mean Girls movie, I think of that shitty like (laughs) aftermath of them trying to make the second one and it sucked. Exactly. That's why I hesitate so much with watching sequels to things yeah. too. Yeah. Um, man, I've never seen Mean Girls too. Thank goodness. I am not Don't going watch to. It. I'm not. No. I am not. No. Um, oh, speaking. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of movies, I watched a really good movie uh, sometime this week, earlier this week. I don't even know. It's called Run on Netflix. Have you seen it? I have not. I have not even heard of it. I don't think it's got 
Sarah Paulson in it. And okay, I don't even want to tell you anything about it, but it's so good. I'm going to write it down right now. Yeah. Run. Oh, actually, I remember seeing like the cover or something like that. Okay. And I don't know the actress's name, but the girl who plays the daughter in the movie did such like such a phenomenal job. She was incredible. And like I had goosebumps for like half the movie. It was so awesome. Oh, neat. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I'll check that out. Um, whenever I see Sarah Paulson now, like I do love her as an actress, but mm-hmm. that cover reminded too too much of um, Ratchet. Is that what it's called? Oh my God. Okay. Don't even get me started because I have like PTSD. But... Oh no, I'm sorry. I triggered your PTSD. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. Okay. It's not from the show. Okay. The show itself was great. Um, But <laughs> okay. This is like so weird to talk about, but um. When I was watching that show, I was only like a couple episodes in. And the reason I have PTSD from it was because my boyfriend of seven years broke up with me out of the blue while I was watching TV. I'm sorry. Yes, that's true. I remember you telling me that. And I haven't been able to play the rest of that show (laughs) since. Because every time I see that fucking title Ratchet, I'm like, you motherfucker. (laughs) You know what? In a way, that kind of saved you because... Yeah. I know, like, I know you said you were loving that movie or that show, but I don't like it. I don't like, I like really? the first few episodes. Okay. Um, And then afterwards I'm like, nah, because the thing is like, it is based off the character from To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. The thing is like Nurse Ratchet in that movie and then this Nurse Ratchet are totally different people. So yeah. honestly, like I would have liked the series a whole lot more. <laughs> Even if they didn't just like base it off her character, like sure they could have said that, but like at least like change her name, location, all this and that, and say right. it's like based off her, but like also not because they're nothing alike in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're pretty different, very different. So they're they're two kinds of evils, and so uh, it was just like a totally different character and everything to me. So yeah, that was my little whole rant on that. Um, yeah. I. when I was watching the show I think I got to the part where the doctor was showing his his, like staff how to give a lobotomy oh yeah (laughs) and then my ex walks in and was like hey I need to talk to you and I was like it'd be a really good time to give me a fucking lobotomy right now (laughs) just let me escape from all this bullshit anyways Mm -hmm. oh girl yep I don't blame you for thinking that or feeling that yeah yeah boy (sighs) suck (laughs) <laughs> give them all lobotomies and I'm only saying that about boys not real men oh ah uh, uh, lobotomies okay, okay I see I see yeah that's true okay I'm like mm. <laughs> I don't want to screw over the whole planet <laughs> yeah sorry for our male listeners but if you're a boy just go fucking get a lobotomy oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should edit that out. Maybe you should. I'm a we little don't bit be bitter. Too, yeah, we don't want to sound too hateful to our bonehead <laughs> listeners. I've got like a full can of um, White Claw here in front of me and I have an empty one and I'm just so tempted to just crush mm-hmm, <laughs> whenever mm-hmm. I think about men. Just men, against boys. your head. Just <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, I don't know how people do that. No, I don't know. But do you remember that Mary-Kate and Ashley movie? <laughs> Which one? Um is the one where they're like undercover and they go to this school and was that when they were super young 
Yeah, when they were pretty young. They okay, were like maybe that pre-teens. sounds familiar. Yeah, um, I forget the name of the movie, but yeah, they go to the school and then like they train. They were from like Europe or something. They come to America mm-hmm. and they're like, we have to learn how to become Americans, like cool Americans. So then they just like learn all this like stupid shit. And then one of them is just yeah, cr- like taking an empty can of Coke and crushing yes, it against their yes, heads. Okay, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. <But> cool. <laughs> and everybody's like, Americans Whoa. do. Yeah, of course, <laughs> Americans with Coca Cola. <laughs> Of course. Coca-Cola addictions. Yes. I got The Sims 2. I got the... Well, I got The Sims 3, should I say. Yeah, yeah so... I have The Sims as well. Oh, I also <laughs> have The Sims, yes. I have acquired The Sims. Mm-hmm. It is in my desktop. Now, well, I don't have a desktop. You... Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Top of uh, the desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you doing in The Sims? What's your, what's your mission? My mission? Well, I made... Our happy little family as well. You, me, and Amanda. You did. Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, that's, that's right. Awesome. Uh-huh. So, Ooh. yeah, uh, too bad. Like, I wanted to make a house first. But I'm like, whatever. I'll just, I'll get us all done. And yeah. uh, hopefully I didn't offend anyone in the creation. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, I, I did the best I could. Uh, cool. And, yeah, no, I'm going to make a fabulous house for us. The dream house. Nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, what can you do in our generation? <laughs> like, I mean, either we rent or we, you know, we just rent. And the only way to get an actual house is to create it on The Sims. <laughs> yeah. That way See, we don't have to pay a mortgage. Our, gen- our generation can't afford anything. So my um, dream house has mm-hmm. been part of my life in The Sims <laughs> since I was like <laughs> six or something. Six. I was like, I can't afford a real house. I'm going to make one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, might as well. I've been missing that so yeah thank goodness I I got it again but I seriously had such an addiction problem when I was around 13 years old and like my dad had it on his computer so when oh I gosh, went over I remember there, playing like, that on your yes. dad's computer yeah yeah oh so that fun. was so fun but I would literally get up at seven play until noon take a three-hour break and then play again until like 10 o'clock at night and yeah. my neck was so messed up from that I was yeah. in so much pain the it was first, so bad. like, okay, well, actually, not the first Sims game, but um, the second game that I ever had, like, of The Sims was Sims 2. And I remember becoming so obsessed with that game because I figured out what CC was and I downloaded a whole bunch of things. But I played on this, like, really old desktop that we had upstairs in the hallway of my house. I remember that too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And I would stay up until, like, 3 a.m. making the perfect family but this like computer was so old that it would crash in the middle of my progress and I would lose everything and I would spend hours hours making the perfect family and then I would rage quit and I remember once (laughs) being so tempted to just throw the computer down the stairs because it was kind of like right at the top of the platform (laughs) and I was like nope I'm just gonna do it again and I'd have to like make a shittier version of them and save quickly so it wouldn't crash anyways yeah I'm kind of traumatized from that I've had that now I save all too. the time because yeah. of it yeah exactly yeah that's I've had that happen before too and yeah rage quit feel you there too mm-hmm. yeah I was thinking I'm actually running a little bit low in my wine a bit watery <laughs> I, I usually oh you're drinking prefer- Merlot yeah yeah like nice. either I have um Cabernet Sauvignon <laughs> oh. Cabernet oh. Sauvignon uh, but sometimes I kind of get like sick of it. So then I switch to Merlot, but I don't like Merlot as much as Cabernet Sauvignon. And I get, of yeah. course, the uh, 
the bestest uh, Okanagan wine, Copper Moon. I nice. like that shit. It's cheap. It's so cheap. It's yeah. like under $10 until you hit tax, of course. Freaking tax. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Can you tell that um, tomorrow's the full moon? <laughs> <laughs> my nails are growing and so is all the hair on my body. <laughs> oh my God, I thought you were going to say the hair on my back. <laughs> like you're a werewolf. <laughs> so i watched that show on netflix why did you kill me or yeah. it wasn't a show it was a yeah. movie it was a movie i saw that too yeah. yeah that was like really intense so highly recommend watching that if you haven't already yes um, i concur i concur yeah. with that statement okay yeah. what do you think do you want to get into story time sure yeah let's get into story time i'm gonna refill them a little bit of wine and water and then i'll be Sounds back good. with my wisdom in no time wine water and wisdom the triple w's that's right got my wine water and wisdom we're good to go and now for the freaky deaky fact of the day what is it tell me i'm so excited well jamie wait that right. was too aggressive <laughs> <laughs> i liked it <laughs> okay okay just tell me okay before well. i make a fool out of myself <laughs> aren't we already <laughs> yeah i guess okay. we're kind of past that threshold oh yes um okay so if you are sneezing excessively who knows it might not be allergies you might actually be dying great <laughs> that makes me feel so much better yeah you might have rubella <gasps> you want to know what that is yes please whether you like it or not i guess i will tell you though so <laughs> it's a viral infection that primarily affects skin and lymph nodes producing characteristic red rash. Highly contagious, though usually not fatal. Oh, sorry. Okay, I can't promise death this time. Commonly transmitted through respiratory droplets expelled during cough or sneeze can lead to fetal death or birth defects, also known as German measles. Well, I am German, so who knows? Oh and other symptoms would be rash, mild fever, swollen, or tender lymph nodes, and a reduced appetite. So first, your glands or lymph nodes swell, then the rash appears on the face, then spreads throughout the body, eventually forming evenly colored patches, and then later a headache, mild conjunctivitis, and pain and swelling in joints develop. And for the treatment is absent severe complications, condition with self-limit. I don't know what that means, but uh, on a scale from one to four, the contagion is four, the pain is two, suffering is just one, okay, and then fatal is no, unless you're pregnant. Where'd you get that mm -hmm. information from? I got that information from a book called The Complete Manual of Things That Might Kill You. Wow. Yeah, it was a I love birthday that you present. Have that book. Yeah. Yeah, it was a present from um my cousin and she knows me well. So she does. It's a, a guide so to self-diagnosis for hypochondriacs, which I am not, but I mean it's always good to know about things that might kill you. So I used to be one before I was medicated for anxiety. Yeah, I went through a phase in grade eight where every single day I thought I was having a heart attack <laughs> because we had PE class and um, I guess in like <laughs> the health PE. Yeah, in the health unit that we learned about, we had to learn about like what heart attacks were and what the symptoms were. And uh, yeah, I was convinced that I was having a heart attack every single day. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was awful. But, that is okay. Awful. Wait, going back to the whole rubella thing, does that mean we need to change the title of episode two from allergy season to rubella season? <laughs> yes, yes, 
Yes. Oh, that's perfect. Rubella season. Of course, Rubella you can like season. because I had hoped it would be, and I was like, it could kill you. And I'm like, no, actually, it can't. Fake <laughs> so, news. Fake news. Fake advertisements. Oh, See you on Fox. Advertising. So, um, yeah. Since I started the story last week, how about you start? That sounds groovy. Yeah. We have a very special episode for you guys today because these stories that Rachel and I are going to be telling today aren't just stories that we've researched. They're actually stories that have actually happened to both mm-hmm. of us. Yes, we so, have experienced firsthand. Paranormal activity. Woo. I tried to make it not sound so scary by singing it. <laughs> yeah. I think you succeeded. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So my story today, oh, whoa, that tripped me out for a second. I was like, where's my laptop with my information? But I just (laughs) said, this is our story. So I have no notes to go off. Oh, that's fine. Oh, and memory. Also, um, I should make a little side note here. Um, I know that we're having probably quite a diverse audience, um, just with, of course, your thoughts on the paranormal, your beliefs on that. But overall, like I'm prepared. I've got my sage and my Palo Santo and I've got my candles and all that. I'm making sure all the energy is totally cleared for this um, because, I mean, whether you believe it or not, like personally, I believe that whenever we do talk about these experiences, you're pretty much sending a message out that, you know, that that is still in existence. So we're giving that kind of like a power to a kind of come back into our lives and it may come back even to our listeners. And I mean, I don't want that for anybody. And yeah. so honestly, like the story that I have today is pretty dark. It's pretty scary. And I would not want my experiences to be shed on anybody else listening. Like, especially you, Jamie, I don't want you to experience what I experienced. And yeah, I don't yeah, think I we've actually, yeah, exactly. And I don't think we've ever told each other the details of our stories. So this is the first time we're actually listening to each other's stories. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I've yeah. got my crystals. I've got my candles. got my yeah. my white claw to defend myself against the demons. I got my Merlot. <laughs> splash them away. Um, but I would highly recommend. I would juice. just highly recommend that um, anybody listening, like if you're a believer or not, just kind of keep like a really um, good like headspace, if anything, or just kind of yeah. make it aware, even speak out loud in your mind or out loud verbally if you want. Just be like, I claim this energy, this space. I do not claim any of the shit that Rachel and Jamie are talking about because you don't want it. Believe me. Just so just keep that in mind. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice because it's so easy to like hang on to other people's information and vibes. And, you know, this is just we want you guys to be safe and protected. That's right. So so my story starts off back in. Well, I was in grade. Uh, I think I was in grade eight or grade eight or grade nine at the time. So how old would I have been? You would have been um, about 13, 14, 14, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, 14, I think. Okay. So yeah, I was 14 at the time, I guess. And let's, let's paint a picture. So the setting was, it was fall. I was home alone. I had my cat Roxy at the time. She was home with me. Uh, My mom was still at work. My dad had taken my brother to hockey practice, I believe. Uh, Yeah, this was late in the fall. And it was after school one day. And I, you know, I'd come home. I was really hungry. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make a grilled cheese. (laughs) Because you know me, I'm obsessed with cheese. 
<laughs> what's new nothing <laughs> um so I'm standing in the kitchen and the way that my house was laid out at the time was like when you're in the kitchen if you looked out like the um archway of the entryway to the kitchen you could see like the hallway that had the base of my stairs going up to the upstairs of my house because we were like a two level split so it wasn't three stories it was like two and a half or whatever and what happened was I remember like clear as day cooking my grilled cheese I was like you know halfway through it was getting nice and golden (laughs) nice and toasty and I remember my cat Roxy she was at the bottom of the stairs and she was just hanging out she was just chilling and then all of a sudden out of nowhere I heard like a huge very loud bang come from the top of my stairs like somewhere upstairs I heard this noise and I was like what the heck and at first I thought it was my cat but then I had realized that she was at the bottom of the stairs and had been there the whole time so I was like it wasn't her who was like running around upstairs and making the noise or whatever but I looked over at her and I noticed that her tail was all puffed up and she was hissing and she was looking directly up the stairs and I was like what the heck like Roxy what's going on And I came over to her and, you know, I'm looking at her and she's still in her same position. She's hissing. She's like got her fangs drawn, her tails puffed. And I look up the stairs, like where she was looking in that direction. And all of a sudden I see this big, like, I can only describe it as like a big black cloud. And it, it just looked like there were, there was no distinct um, shape to it. It was like, if you picture a cloud, right, turn it black And then fade the edges so they like kind of like, you know, disappear a little bit or it disintegrates almost. It was like that. That's what it looked like. And it went from the direction of my parents' bedroom all the way across the hallway into my bedroom. And when it had started to move, all I heard was this loud, like it was terrifying. And I remember like, you know, doing what everyone does in every single movie or every book that's like a scary story going, it's just your imagination. Your mind's playing mm-hmm. tricks on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like, okay, ha, ha, laugh it off. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay, Roxy. I'm petting her. I'm like, let's go back to making the grilled cheese. So I completely dismiss it. I'm like, whatever. It's just my mind. No big deal. Because I also have anxiety. So I was like, I am just an anxious mess. It's fine. <laughs> so I go back to the kitchen. I'm flipping my grilled cheese over. And like within a matter of five seconds, maybe, I hear the exact same loud noise. But it's even louder this time. And it's coming from the same spot upstairs. And I'm like, I'm like, what the heck? And I look over and Roxy's like, and she's hissing her like she's going bananas like she's like like she's jowling you know that was a great meow that was a good (laughs) amazing (laughs) I practiced beforehand no I'm just kidding I didn't (laughs) that'd be so lame you probably practice every day anyways talking to your cat (laughs) I wake up every day I'm like embody the cat form yes embody Um, the feline I go over um to the stairs again and I look at her she's like still looking at the same spot upstairs I look up again and it does the exact same thing So it doesn't go back from my bedroom to my parents' bedroom this time. It's like it repeated itself. So it goes from my parents' bedroom again to mine. It goes, and it's so loud. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? At this point, I thought that someone was in my house just like fucking with me. So I turn off my grilled cheese because I don't want it to burn. I grab like the landline 
and I go to our like utensil drawer and I grab like the biggest butcher knife I can find and so I'm like stacked I've got like everything I need and I don't know why but for some reason I instead of like calling my parents or calling the cops or whatever I called my friend Michaela (laughs) and I'm on the phone with her and I'm like Michaela I think someone is in my house and she's like dude are you serious and I'm like yeah I'm downstairs I told her everything that happened she's like you need to go outside and like call your mom and I was like dude no I gotta take care of this myself being like (laughs) 14 and like you know I'm like no one's coming in my fucking house so I take this knife (laughs) I'm I'm yielding a huge butcher knife and I probably weighed like I don't know only 100 pounds at the time like I was a tiny girl and so I'm walking up the stairs and I'm just swinging this bloody knife around and I'm turning on all the lights and I'm going, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I look like a maniac out of a horror movie. It's insane. I'm checking under the bed. I'm checking in the shower, like any kind of corner where I think someone or something could be hiding. I find absolutely nothing. I'm like, okay, it's my imagination. I have Michaela on the phone. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. I must have just been like imagining things. And so I hang up. I go back downstairs, just grab my grilled cheese whatever it's cooked enough I go down into the living room which is like the floor under my kitchen essentially so I can see my living room from my kitchen and I go into the living room I'm sitting on the chair and I'm like okay I need to watch something happy get my mind off of this so I decide to put on Spongebob (laughs) I turn on Spongebob I'm eating my grilled cheese you know (laughs) total 14 year old that's amazing classic 14 year old move All of a sudden, wait, I keep saying all of a sudden, but it was all of a sudden Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. I see this thing kind of like in the corner of my eye and it seems dark and I look over and this fucking black cloud is just hovering near the like corner of my living room. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can't even believe my freaking eyes. I'm looking at it. I have no idea what this is. And I'm just like, what? Like my, my thoughts were actually like, what the fuck? But then the vibes that I got from this thing was like, this is scary and not good. You need to get the fuck out. So I drop my grilled cheese on the couch, leave it there. I grab my cat who's with me and I take her outside into the backyard and I still have the landline. I shut the door and I decide to call my mom at work. So I'm outside, I'm freezing. I didn't even grab a jacket. I'm so cold. I'm like, I'm not going back in that house no matter what. I call my mom and I'm like, hey mom, it's me. You need to come home. I'm in tears. I'm crying. I'm so scared. And she's like, she's like, what's going on? Are you okay? Like thinking something terrible has happened. And, and I'm like, I don't even know how to explain this to you, but I managed to. And I told her exactly what happened and everything that I saw and I remember saying to her mom I'm seeing a black cloud floating around in the house and I'm just I'm so scared I think it's a ghost and I remember it being like completely quiet on her end of the phone for a little bit and then all she says to me is I'm coming home right now and she she says stay outside don't go inside stay outside I'll be home soon and she hangs up the phone and I'm like I'm like what the like what okay like I'm like maybe if there was a fire she would say that you know Mm -hmm. but 
I was like, it's just like, is it my imagination? What is it? Is it real? Like, I don't, I don't know why she was so like adamant about coming home. I just thought she was going to like talk me through it almost or something and then be like, it's fine. Like whatever. But she decides to come home. So I'm in the backyard hanging out with my cat. My mom comes home. She meets me in the backyard and she goes, stay here. I'll be right back. And she goes inside the house and she closes the patio door behind her. And I'm outside and I'm like, what the, okay. Like, I just told you not to go in there because there's this creepy ass thing in there. And, you know, she's in there for a couple minutes and then she comes out and she goes, okay, I don't see anything. And I'm like, it was there. I swear I saw it. I've seen it three times within a matter of minutes. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on. And she goes, okay, I want you to come inside and I want you to sit down. I need to talk to you. And I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, what is going on? I got the shivers right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was so, I was so scared. So I'm like, so confused. (laughs) My mom's like building suspense essentially. And she's like, okay, sit down. So I sit down and I'm like, what's going on? Like, like, why do you, cause she looks so concerned. Like she Mm -hmm. looks very like, um, like I could tell something was wrong. Mm-hmm. I sit down with her and I'm like I'm like okay what's going on mm-hmm. and she looks at me and she goes okay I don't want to scare you I don't want to freak you out but what you described on the phone today I have seen the exact same thing multiple times over the last two weeks and I'm like what what the hell do you mean I was like why didn't you tell me and she was like I didn't say anything to you because I didn't want to freak you out but I've seen it multiple times up in my bedroom or down by the TV. And I was like, okay, this is, this is so weird because my mom hadn't told me, you know, I hadn't told her until I had just seen it pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, we were describing the exact same thing. So she had seen it too. Later on that night, we had talked to my dad about it. We talked to my brother, of course, classic men. They don't believe us. They're like, Mm -hmm. you guys are crazy, blah, blah, blah. And my mom and I, like, my mom and I know that both of us are very sensitive to, like, um, different energies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So her and I often, her and I can often relate um, when we're talking about these things because we feel things on such a, like, a deeper level, I guess, because both of us, yeah, yeah. I found out just a while ago that I'm something called an HSP, a highly sensitive person. Mm, HSPs in the house. Yeah. And I never knew what that was. I'd never heard about it until I started going to therapy, which was like this year. Mm -hmm. So um, now I understand why I'm so like susceptible to like feeling out different things and, you know, seeing different things and experiencing things that the typical humans Humans. (laughs) would would not yeah we are um, no experience humans yeah exactly yeah yeah so so the fact that you know my mom and I had both seen the same thing was just crazy and she told me about the different occasions that she had seen it and the fact that she felt that it was a very like dark and evil presence and I always referred to this thing as a ghost because it was something I wasn't unfamiliar with but now I just think of it more as a dark energy yeah yeah that had you know, either attached itself onto me or my mom or someone and had like found a space in our Mm -hmm. lives. And um, yeah, so it was just a dark energy that had, you know, kind of come upon us. But oh, questions. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, Did it bring on like a feeling of dread or anything like that? It was like when I looked at the thing, Mm -hmm. the word that came to mind was evil. Oh, just evil. Freaking downright evil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
without a second thought. It was evil. And so I remember, you know, not wanting to be uh, at home a lot after experiencing this because I was like fucking terrified. I didn't mm-hmm. want to sleep in my room. So I decided to sleep on my parents' floor for a little bit. I was really scared. My mom had said that after work one day, she was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go to this. I can't remember what shop it was, but she was going to hit up one of the spiritual shops and she was going to talk to someone there about like what we had been seeing. And so she got in contact with a woman. I don't even remember her name or what shop it was from, but my mom ended up going there and then they had a conversation and the woman said, anything dark of that sort is a dark energy and needs to be removed from your home instantly because the woman figured that it attached itself onto my mom when she was at work but she bought sage we brought it home we were prepared to do the whole like sage ritual like open the windows smudge the house yada 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 and we were like let's just keep the sage for a little bit let's see if we see it again over the next little while and we were like let's give it a week okay so you got the sage but didn't burn it for a week right okay So we were like, let's just see for a week if anything pops up and then nothing popped up and we didn't end up smudging the place or we kept the stuff on us in case something ever happened like that again. But yeah, ever since we brought that sage home, we've never seen it or experienced it or anything like that, which is really nice. So glad to hear. But I mean, if I were you, I'm not saying you did anything wrong. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think it's always good to like sage once in a while for me, myself in particular, like I smudge um, maybe like once every couple of weeks or something. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah, no. thank you for sharing that story. That really did give me the shivers. It gave me the goosebumps. I tell you. Yeah. It was, it was a scary story, man. Like it's scary to tell it out loud, but mm-hmm. it, I can like kind of joke about it, you know? Yeah. But if I put myself back in that place and like remember those memories quite vividly, it's, it was a holy shit moment for me. Oh, for, for sure. sure. For yeah. sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, in between stories, I highly recommend for our listeners to, if you have any sage, burn it. Uh, if you got nothing to burn, just like think about- Light a match. Yeah. Oh yeah. Light a match. Yeah, sure. Exactly. You could do that. Or just think about white light and just think about only good things and say, I do not claim any of the energy in Jamie's dark, dark story. We don't need that. But thank you for sharing. I like, I thoroughly enjoy these stories. I just like have to like make sure nothing's attaching. Gotta block that. Gotta block it. Um, for myself, um, I've had a couple of psychics tell me like, oh, like dark stuff likes to latch onto you. Like, yeah, stuff will follow me. Like I'm highly sensitive. But the thing is too, like, oh yeah, a question I had too about your story as well. Um, in that time frame of like when your mom was seeing that in yourself as well, was the tension high in the home because dark energies can make um, the moods change in the house? Because like really, if you're sensitive to, you can feel your environment. You can feel the mood of it kind of, right? Yeah. And so like apparently a lot of people can like start fighting and stuff more or like whatever else. But yeah, did you experience anything like that? I don't remember feeling any tension but I was always that kid that was like I'm playing no matter what like I was always having a good time so even if there was like stuff going on between my parents or my brother like you know I don't think I would have noticed because I was so immersed in like playing games and having fun and having a good time so yeah I just I was such a happy-go-lucky kind of person Mm -hmm. and um I don't think I would have even been able to like pick up on it because I was so like 
yay life yeah <laughs> let's so have fun so happy fun world yeah. yeah so that that kind of shocked me because I was like there's this dark ass energy and I've never like been around anything like that before so mm-hmm. yeah it was, wow. it was really intense intense yeah out of curiosity do you have like a bunch of those stories like stories of paranormal things or I have a bunch of paranormal stories for sure, but okay. um, that was the only time that I'd ever seen something that I could describe as like a cloud. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering because like I definitely have quite a few. The next story that I have was one of the scariest experiences I've had. Um, and uh, oh my gosh! So I'm, I'm so with the yeah. This is the first story that I'm going to tell is going to be the most horrific one for from my experience and other people have experienced this as well so I'll be listing all the people who have experienced this entity I don't know it's not much of a comedy lounge but uh before we start a a little little funny story so I just had a memory of uh camp Jamie and I went to camp together Christian camp yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) which is hilarious because both of us aren't even Christian no no like I'm just like camp (laughs) yeah exactly like you hooked me it was called camp Oasey yeah, Camp Oasis. Yeah, and we had to do chapel every day. And oh my god, I chapel. honestly hated it so much. Um, it was awful. It was they made so us bad. sing about Jesus all the time. <laughs> Remember, um, I didn't even read the Bible. I I read a little bit of it, but I'm actually planning to read the whole thing. Are you serious? Just, yeah, for sure. Just like just so I do it, just so I know what's in there. Yeah, I feel like I would not read the whole thing, but I'd be like, yo, give me the Cliff's notes. All I need to know is what happened on Christmas with Mary. That's all I care about. Was she a virgin or not? Did she cheat on her husband? I have so many questions. We're offending so many people right now. Yeah, sorry if you're Christian. Good for you. Honestly, like, yeah, good for those that believe in something, you know, awesome. Just, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in like a structured belief. Yeah like as in religion like anyways back to the camp oasis yeah so, camp i believe we were there for was it five or seven nights or six nights i think we were there for a week so yeah we we were there for like six nights okay so on the last night um so anyways like oh it's so awkward because it's like no i'm not you can't say no i'm not going you can't hide away in the cabin because they will lure you out for sure yeah so i mean at the time i was really awkward and like of course i was like what 13 maybe maybe even younger how old were we we I think we were around like 10 or 11. Oh yeah yeah that makes sense so I must have been I must have been 10 or maybe 11 and you must have been 12 or maybe oldest or 11. Something like that. 10 let's say I was 10 you're 11 fair enough um and anyways like so I was an awkward kid and I had to just stand around during all the dances and stuff and like I don't know where you were everybody was just around you know yeah so anyways like I'm just kind of like standing there on the dance floor everybody's dancing and then I did dance with like a couple of random people for like a song here and then a song there and then this one uh guy who was working there as a counselor he must have been like maybe 16 or 17 um Mm -hmm. and I was still you know pretty short just 10 years old and he was like much taller he was a pretty tall guy so 
anyways like so without thinking I just put my hands around like what I think is his back but then like halfway through the song like during the whole time he was just like looking really awkwardly away like he looked really disturbed and just like like is he okay and I'm like I'm feeling really awkward I'm like I can't wait until this song is over and then he like moves my hands to go up like on his like around his shoulders as far as I can reach so it turned out like I was grabbing his ass for like half the (laughs) song oh my god you butt grabbing 10 year old i didn't know (laughs) that is so rich oh my god that's so funny Mm That's so, so good. Oh, dude. Yeah, the amount of, like, embarrassing camp stories that we have are, like, oh, they're tragic. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, I, I honestly, like, I hated it the first year, but I went back the second year. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Why? It was, like, I remember every year there would always be drama with this one friend of mine who mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to name names. Um, We're not friends anymore. But um, it was like, even though all that drama ensued, I still wanted to go back because it was so fun when I wasn't hanging out with her. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 Anyways. Makes sense. Um, I oh. remember drama too, like only one year though. And it was like over, um, it was between two girls. I, of course, I was never involved in any drama. I was just like yeah. that one weird kid who was like, I'm friends with Jamie, just Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there was like these two girls who were friends and I think they knew each other out of camp but yeah anyways it was like on the last night too so they're getting all dressed up and then one girl had her phone so she like took a picture of herself and her friend and her friend really didn't like that picture that she took of her so oh, she's no. like delete it she's like oh my god okay well and she's like you didn't delete it and it was just like a whole thing about this photo and then the counselors got involved it's like oh my gosh <laughs> wow just uh yeah but it's a preteen so drama camp stories yeah uh, it was so silly I'm like wow and then I know oh there's this one girl that nobody liked do you remember her I remember a lot of girls that I didn't nobody. like <laughs> oh. but there's this one girl I felt bad for her um and so like I ended what up what color was her hair she was blonde and I think she might have had bangs or side bangs but anyways like one day was she in our cabin no she wasn't she wasn't in our cabin and then I remember a few girls <laughs> I in our probably cabin. would have franked her yeah I'm you totally so would have. You totally would have. But I'm such uh, a bitch. <laughs> that's why I love you. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I re- I remember you and maybe a few other girls saying, "Oh, thank God, she's not in her cabin," because she was like really annoying and like really clingy. Oh, Do you remember her now? Yes, yeah. she had the face that looked like if you take a Barbie doll and you squish its head that was exactly how you described her like over yes! 10 years ago that yes! was so funny oh. <laughs> oh my god that's so funny so funny and then like one day I felt bad for her I'm like I I have like a soft a soft spot for all the outcasts since I kind of yeah. felt like one too so then one day I kind of like she was sitting down and I approach her and I'm sitting down next to her and we're chatting a little bit for like not even a minute and then Jamie, you come and you're like, um, Rachel, come here for a moment. I need you. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so like I get up with you and I like walk away and you're like, don't talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember trying to yeah. save you. You saved me. And then at, at the end, I'm like, okay, if Jamie's pulling me away from her, then like that's definitely, a, you know, that's that's legit. She is saving It's me. legit. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm like, don't be uh, friends with that person. Here's yeah. the reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. 
and then like there's this one other guy there because it was weird it was like mostly girls there and then so it was like what like it was a co-ed camp a co-ed camp yeah but it was mostly girls yeah okay oh yeah oh yeah. Oh, right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so there was like one cabin of guys and then like six or seven cabins of girls I think yeah I think yeah so. That's and usually how uh, it was. yeah <laughs> and um, there was this one guy uh and I don't know he never did anything to make me dislike him or anything I just didn't like his vibe and so I think it was like during chapel one day around the last days or something we had to shake everybody's hands, but I decided like when I shook his hand, I just totally crushed it. And he looked at me yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shaking your goddamn hand. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I was such a weird kid. I don't know. I like, I was like that too, yeah. though. When I ever had to square dance with someone, I didn't want to, I'd like <laughs> dig my nails into their hands. <laughs> Total Gemini move right there. I love that. It's like so passive aggressive. That's my yeah. big two peas in a pot. I'd be like, get the fuck off me. And I, okay, that mm-hmm. square dancing really pissed me off because it was like you had to invite people into your bubble mm-hmm. even though you didn't want to. Right. That yeah. really fucking pissed me off because I was not the kind of person who wanted to like hold hands with a random kid in my class. No one probably does. Mm-mm. And the fact that like the school district enforced that I was like, fuck all of you. Mm-hmm. Like, this is terrible. You're ruining my life. Yeah, yeah. I found yeah. that very uncomfortable too. I remember having some dances in school. And like one time I was in middle school, I was dancing with this one girl's boyfriend and we're all like randomly paired too, right? So yeah. anyways, I was leading per usual and uh, she was watching like <laughs> the whole time, just glaring at me. And then everybody was like warning me about her afterwards. Like she was watching you the whole time. Be careful. I'm like, I yeah, don't man. care about this kid. So you're like, that it's boy fucking square with. dance. Do you think I chose to do this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you think I'd choose with your rat of a boyfriend to dance with him? Like, exactly. oh my God. no. No, but yeah, and then I remember this one other time too at Camp Oasis, like one of the nights too. Do you remember that there would be volunteers one night that so we'd all get together and then there would be this big wooden cross and a bunch of holes in it, and then you take your yep. everybody would have a lit candle, you'd, you'd stick light it a in candle. there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so uh like one day, Jamie, you asked me, hey, oh Rachel, do you want to like volunteer to like uh take the cross into the water tonight? And I'm like oh yeah okay sure and then like I find out that you weren't also doing it so I was like well I don't want to do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was like I don't want to fucking swim (laughs) so not at night yeah and then I'm like well what the fuck Jamie then like why did (laughs) so I felt like you totally like (laughs) I thought it would be fun for you (laughs) I'm like why would you do that to me Jamie because because I could cheer for you (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry I'm a terrible That's friend so <laughs> I've forgiven you I just oh, remember then like confirming with some like one of the leaders oh. about it like yeah I'm gonna do this and then I found out that you weren't doing it and then I, yeah, I was like what the fuck and then uh <laughs> and then um anyways yeah and then I had to end up going swimming taking that cross into the lake like oh so yeah. cold with a few other people remember like what the point of that was I think we like swam it some kids would swim it around in the water yeah and then we would wait until like the candles burned out or something and we would sing a song (laughs) and or it would be silent I don't fucking know I just remember being like why is there a burning cross in the water (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really get that too. So like, I remember because I was in the water, we didn't have to sing, but I remember everybody else singing on the shore and I'm like, this is weird. And like, it's really eerie too, because like you're in the water in the dark. Like it felt like the remembrance day version of Jesus. Yes, exactly. That's exactly how I felt about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it any other way. Are we mourning him? Are we excited? I don't know. Oh no! And 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 then I think when we were in the water after the song was sung, I think we blew out the candles and then we just went back. Yeah, I and think. I okay. And we usually had campfire after, and I just remember sitting there the whole time on the beach, going, "Just get me to those fucking marshmallows." Like, <laughs> yes, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here for the food and only the food. <laughs> We had really good food at camp. I like that. We did. And then like every day we had, what was it called when you had goodies every day? You had points. Tuck time, I think. I think it was called tuck time. Tuck time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was weird. Mm -hmm. And I remember like it did change names too at one point. Yeah. Well, we'd be like, let's go to the snack shack and have tuck time. It was weird. Right. Freezies, all that good stuff. But yeah, no, it's interesting that we both chose to do like more scary, spooky, dark stories uh, of our paranormal encounters rather than people who have actually passed away in our families and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I have a story I'm going to share, hopefully one episode. Um, it's paranormal, but it's like the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced. So that'll be that'll be another day. Oh, that'll be wonderful. Oh, I can't wait to hear that one too. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I'll just jump right into mine. (laughs) Do it. I'm ready. I'm here for it. I'm defending myself and our audience and yourself with candles and stuff. (laughs) All the sacred stuff. All sacred stuff. Yes. Let's do it. Jump into it. Okay. Um, so this had taken place. Let me, let me see. Um, I think when I was around 16 years old. So, uh, Eight whole years ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow, indeed. Um, so it all started, believe it or not, with a stick. A freaking cursed stick. I kid cursed you not. Stick? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm here yeah. for it. So um, so this story actually or this experience started before me. It passed on to me and then it passed on to other people. Um, and then hope I think anyways, it's gone now. I mean, sure, it's still in existence, probably. Like the stick? Uh, oh, no, we got rid of the stick. I'll talk all about that. But I, oh, okay. I mean, like this entity. Um, oh, okay. I'm sure you can't really um, get rid of entities exactly. Like you can send them away, but I don't think you can actually like destroy it in any way. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. I know that I know that things or like spirits who are stuck can like yeah. pass on and like move on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, I don't know as far as like dark entities how that works yeah i i'm not too sure because like honestly i do believe in demons i believe i believe in demons and angels i i do oh yeah me too yeah um but there's just like so many little categories i don't know it's also complicated in like the spiritual world and uh yeah in different realms and whatnot but anyways um so yes i was 16 years old and a friend of my mom's i'm gonna change the names and everything in this story okay so i'll I'll just use letters for names instead so i'll I'll, yeah i'll use their first letters okay (laughs) so um my mom's friend we're just call we're gonna call her n and n received this interesting voodoo looking stick uh, from like a friend of hers or something like that and she said ever since that stick was gifted to her weird things were happening around her house so n has a son 
And so she was, uh, so they were living together, of course. And um, he's also a very like highly sensitive person as well. So he was experiencing most of these things more so than N was. And so he would say that he would see this girl, a very sad girl um, that would try to talk to him. So he said that she was like very sad, but also like quite temperamental, I believe. Um, and anyways, that like things would move around. And then like, it sounds like when nobody was upstairs because they lived in a, a basement suite, nobody would be home upstairs and they would hear all this banging and this and that. And they knew for a fact that nobody was upstairs. Um, and so stuff like that would happen a lot. And especially in the bathroom. <laughs> so bathrooms in case so bathrooms in case you guys didn't know tends to be where most of the paranormal activity tends to happen and that's also kind of why we're scared of it too without really knowing why we're scared of the bathroom right yeah sure like, it also watch the, sh- watch yeah. the shining and you'll know <laughs> <laughs> God. yeah and uh yeah because the reason why like intuitively we're scared of the bathroom is because well water is a good conductor um, and energy, like any kind of spirit, whatever we're, and we are ourselves energy. We are. So mm-hmm. anyways, um, water is a good conductor for that. So it's almost treated like a portal in a way, or like some sort of transportation system. It's like BC transit here for the ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what bathrooms <laughs> that's a good way are. To put it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why bathrooms are scary because water and all the plumbing and all that. Um, but electricity is also a good one too for that. So, I mean, of course, if you have like your, uh, TVs, TVs are really powerful for that as well, but blah, blah, blah. We don't have to get into that. Um, so anyways, this girl would be seen a lot in the bathroom as well. So anyways, um, my mom knew that I was like really into the paranormal as well. And I had a lot of experiences. So anyways, my mom, she took the stick from N and is like, I don't want it anymore. This is weird. So then my mom takes it. I don't know why. And so we have it in our house. And of course, that's when stuff starts happening. So I'm not too sure what happened first, but I'll just kind of go off what I kind of remember. Um, Okay. But stuff wouldn't only just happen in my house. It would happen in other places too. It was like following me and the people that I knew. Yeah, very. It was a very scary, very dark and sad um, kind of spirit. I don't think it was just a spirit. I believe I'll get into that later. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Okay. So now um, the first thing I remember happening to was um, at the time when I was 16, I was with my boyfriend at the time and we went out for a late night walk and We went up on these rocks, kind of by some water, sort of. It was more on a hill, though, not by the beach. Um, And so we're just like walking around and then uh, walking around these rocks. And then all of a sudden I see this girl sitting down in a long. This sounds so stereotypical horror movie, but there's this girl about maybe between 10 or 12 years old. And uh, she was wearing a really long white nightgown and she had long black hair. And she um, was yeah sitting down and she had her head on her knees and she was just like not looking up. Um, and I could see her. Um, so you could say, Rachel, you were just hallucinating, but she was she looked real. I could see her. And so this the is, girl from the grudge essentially is what you saw. Basically. Oh yeah. my god. And this isn't the only time that anyone has seen her. So 
I saw her. Um, my boyfriend at the time was there. I'm like, I was pointing at her. I'm like, don't you see her? And he's like, no, like, what are you talking about? That's the only time I've experienced something where nobody else could see it. Yeah. Um, strange. So that was really weird. I'm surprised that she was only showing herself to me unless he just couldn't. I don't know. But usually people who don't believe in that sort of thing aren't open enough to be susceptible to seeing stuff like that. There's that too. Yeah. 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 And then for some reason there are, I don't know, like maybe there are some skeptics with like a streak of belief so they can see some things though. They're like a non-believer turn believer. And then right. some are just like non-believers forever. But yeah, that that's true though too. Anyways, uh, so that happened. I'm like, okay, we need to go. So then we leave. Um, I think that was the first time I noticed anything happening. Um, and then later, um, this happened over a period of like weeks, even maybe up to a couple of months. So mm-hmm. after that one little experience, um, um, I that was the only time I saw her. Wow. Um, and then so the next time what happened was um, I just noticed like a really bad feeling around me a, a lot. Um, you just know when like something's there. You know, you know, something's yeah. there, even if it's like a spirit or an actual real person, like yeah. you can you, sense you can that sense somebody's it. there. Yeah. yeah. So like I, yeah, exactly. So I felt that and um, so did my family. And then, and then so was like my mom as well. She's sensitive to that. And yeah. okay. so we would notice, I think some like shadows once in a while and some noises. But the one thing that really stood out the most was my sister is home alone. She's in bed. She's asleep. Was this at your mom's place? Yes. This okay. is, yeah, this is in Vancouver, or not Vancouver. This is in Victoria. And so then well, I forget what me and my mom were doing. We came back from sort of, from some sort of meeting or I don't even know. Anyways, we come home. Um, the garage is under the house and then we walk up the stairs and that goes into the kitchen. So when we um, get out of the garage and we have to like turn a corner to get this to the stairs. But anyways, we turn the corner. And then all of a sudden we hear somebody running up the stairs, like a child, a child going, you can hear that, like what, how different it is for a child versus a, you know, a person, yeah, <laughs> like a grown, footsteps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The weight you, changes. Exactly. It's more of like a light, you know, Yeah. but it was like heavy too, like a child. So, yeah. <laughs> so me and my mom were like, oh, what the hell? Like, and there, there were a lot of them too. Like it was the amount of our steps it was. And so we look at each other and we're like did you hear that yeah that was weird and so all the lights are off in the house and then we go up to my sister's room we turn on her lights and she's like what the fuck (laughs) like what are you doing and we're like are you asleep and she's like yo yeah (laughs) you know and that's not something amanda would do anyways and like you know why would she run around just for fun yeah why would she run around by herself exactly and like even if she was trying to prank us which she never did anyways like she wouldn't do something like that to scare us so so anyways we're like okay yeah there's definitely something here so i could just feel her around for a while after that sometimes i could like even uh, I did see her but I didn't see her as clearly as that first time but I could see her like in the back seat of the car kind of thing and like I yeah she was just around and then um yeah. and then I had like some sort of dream with her or something and um she basically like showed me how she died and no she way. um it looked like a friend of the family of hers or or an uncle he took her out in his truck and 
it was in the middle of nowhere but it was by a beach or something or a lake and then he took her out there and then I don't she didn't she didn't show me a lot of details but she showed me that like he drowned her and he left her body in there um yeah I I'm not too sure if it's real or what but this is just like my experience with her yeah and Um, and then in my dream too, she just like, she, I, I don't think that she herself was evil, but I believe because of the way she died, she just had so much anger and, um, so much hurt, hate, yeah, hate and hurt and everything that I think that attracted a lot of negative energy to her. So I think there was something latched onto her spirit that was kind of enforcing her to, you know, come back in more of a negative energy and also to like, when I saw her as well, um, like when I say saw her, that's usually when I didn't see her clearly like I did the first time. When I saw her clearly the first time, I didn't see her face. But all the other times I saw her, she had like a face of a zombie. She was decomposing, basically. And it was freaking scary. Um, it was awful. And ooh, shivers. <laughs> and so she uh, eventually made it over to a different friend's place. Um, so my mom had yeah, another friend and she also had a son and so we're gonna call her s so s um her son was having more experiences um with this girl so we'll also having the stick without having the stick yeah we still had the stick (laughs) surprisingly you still have the stick we still have the stick and my mom had it somewhere i don't know like and i don't know where she was keeping it but like we didn't like think about it right away i the first thing though when she brought it home i'm like why the heck did you bring that home if it's haunted (laughs) or like a cursed stick or something do you have it right now hell no i'll tell you about that though after yeah so anyways her son said um so I brought it up with him and uh about like my experiences with her and he's like I was having a bath and so bathroom and he said that while he was in the bath he just like looked over and by the door she was just standing there staring at him and she was decomposing the same way that I saw her no way Mm -hmm. (laughs) and had you had you talked to him about this before he told you or before he told his mom Um, or whoever yeah yeah um exactly like I didn't talk about it I didn't talk about it really with anyone except maybe my boyfriend at the time but like he didn't talk to anybody else in like my family or in my circle yeah so um yeah no oh man that all that happened um and then also at the time too we had a guru that we were getting lessons from and so he picked up on it too and he was like yeah that's some bad stuff you got there so it was following us around and he's like you have to yeah I think he gave us the instruction on like what we had to do so of course like I ended up throwing that stick into the ocean or my mom did I forget but got rid of the stick saged the house and I just basically demanded it to GTFO like you are not welcome here or in anybody else's life in like that I know anyways so honestly like once in a while I kind of feel her coming back here and there but I'm like nope bye you're not allowed here yeah so that's that's her um I even drew her once (laughs) I drew her once and I I showed really that picture to my mom's friend's son and he's like yeah that's her that's what she looked like so yeah so I wonder what the stick like how is the stick connected to her right yeah I really wonder I wonder if like I I really don't know but I wonder if like say a member of 
her family made that stick or something or was into voodoo i don't know so it's it's not just like a stick off of a tree it's like some sort Mm -hmm. of religious or spiritual stick that has some kind of attachment to it yeah like it looked like a voodoo stick like it had stuff attached to it and stuff like it wasn't a pretty stick like i looked at that stick and the first thing i thought was like i don't want that stick (laughs) like yeah you know, I didn't like yeah, the you could vibe tell of that. It wasn't something you wanted around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That exactly. is so scary, dude, because both of our stories like have us seeing things, but they're two totally different things. Like yours is like a legit, you know, could be mistaken as like a human woman. Mm-hmm. And mine is just like a could be mistaken as like a puff of air or whatever. Right. right? Yeah. So it's it's just so interesting that we both saw things, but they were completely different. Yes. Yet, yes. like, both contained similar energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's nuts. Freaky deaky. Wow. So when was the last time, like, you had anything to do with that? Like, oh, yeah, when I was 16. So that went on for, like, yeah, like I said, between a month or two. And then after that, that was, like, the last time I like had any interactions with her but like sometimes I feel like I can feel her but I'm like no (laughs) no get out of here whether that be my thoughts or whatever I never talk about it I honestly didn't even think I would um bring it up today because that energy was just so so dark and so scary and yeah and it was almost threatening too so that's why I was hesitant but um I was like you know what I've got all the safety procedures happening here so yeah. well, we'll I'm glad okay. you shared it thanks man yeah, yeah. thanks yeah <laughs> I enjoyed yours too that was that was so scary I don't know what I would have oh, done <laughs> because honestly I feel like I would be more scared this is this sounds weird but I think I would be more scared of like a dark cloud in my place rather than seeing like a shadow of a person because like with a person or figure or whatever it's like okay I can say that's like a ghost or a spirit but if it's like a dark cloud that's just like a mass of dark energy and yeah it's no. it's like the unknown you know for- that's true that's true and we're all terrified of the unknown so wow and then Man. of course we have so many other stories to share oh, as well in future so episodes yeah i'm i like this whole version of us telling our personal stories because mainly it doesn't involve research <laughs> <laughs> yes i i messaged you and i was like I don't want to do research. Do you want to tell personal stories this week? <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was looking forward to this anyways. I enjoyed yeah, me too. this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's crazy. I can't wrap my brain around that. Okay. The fact that you had like seen her face is the part that like freaks me out, but it's, it's more than that. It's the decomposing. It's like she was showing you what happened to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just got the shiver so bad. But yeah, I think she was very upset about the way that she died. And uh, mainly, of course, that she was only I think she was only 12 years old when that happened to her. Did she look quite young? Yeah. Composition. Yeah, she did. She did. Yeah. So I would definitely say I know I said between 10 and 12, but like really like thinking about it now, she looked like she was 12 for sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. And then I tried to look up as well if there were any like murders or missing persons or something. Yeah. Oh, wait, actually I didn't look up missing persons. I tried to look up murders or anything that happened in the area, but I couldn't find anything. So maybe I'll look up missing persons. And if I like recognize her, then oh my gosh. The long white nightgown symbolizes to me like 
that that may have been something that happened long long ago Mm, I remember her showing me her like uncle's or whoever's truck so it looked like it was maybe a 1960s truck oh really or maybe a 1970s yeah that's weird because the nightgown to me sounds like so yeah fashion Victorian right yeah Mm -hmm. but who knows maybe it wasn't a nightgown maybe it was a dress but like I don't know yeah yeah I don't know but yeah that was she's the one thing like that was definitely the darkest thing I've ever encountered other than like say any demonic kind of energies which I have Have experienced have you guys given her a name or like yeah like have you guys given her a name or do you just refer to her as the girl um, I think we just call her the girl because when you give something a name, you give it more power as well. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I was making yeah. sure. <laughs> no, I am not planning yeah. on summoning her with her name. Heck no. Yeah. Because like my mom and I refer to the thing that we saw is the cloud or like the black mm-hmm. cloud. That's it. Right. That's all it is. It's just defining what it is that we saw. Mm-hmm. There's no personal attachment to it. Nothing like that. No siree. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that was good. Mm-hmm. Nice uh, spookiness for today. Yes, that was. I hope you had your spooky fill and I hope that rattled your bones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine are shaking. Yes. Um, and oh, yeah. And apologies to anyone who was choked about um, us not giving a, an award to anybody who might have guessed our zodiac signs. We had one person complain about that. Um, sorry, not sorry. They, they <laughs> like, what do you expect related, from us? Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, their gratitude lounge. Why don't we take a nice little walk in through the gratitude lounge? I am grateful for having our podcast, our side project. So Yay. I'm just so grateful for that. It just finally feels like everything is just nice and smooth now. <laughs> and I'm just yep. happy about it. So I'm just yeah. grateful for where things are at right now. That's nice. Oh, yes. Okay. I remember what my gratitude piece was for this week. It's so small and like super simple, but man, oh man, have I been loving watching Bob's Burgers before I go to bed. It's the ultimate feel-good, funny show, lighthearted, just I enjoy that so much, just laying in bed and watching Bob's Burgers. And I'll tell you, it's actually had an effect on my sleep before I go to bed in such a good way like it's an effect it's affected it in such a positive way because I just feel so happy and I go to sleep and I'm not having awful dreams it's like I go to bed I just feel calm and then I dream about like fun things or like cool things that night and it's it's just been so awesome awesome oh that's so good oh yeah I love that I love like the simple things like that yeah it's great Mm -hmm. it's great it's so nice to have a show that can really just help you overall with your mental health it's amazing oh yeah yeah well speaking of mental health I don't know if you have any tips today if you want to throw any in of um just of you know having some peace and serenity and just how you kind of feel like you can come to that yeah our psych ward lounge (laughs) (laughs) that's what we called it last welcome to the psych ward (laughs) yeah welcome to the psych Psych ward lounge um yeah I have been trying to get a lot well as much fresh air as I can lately Um, I feel like that has been a huge, has had a huge impact on my mental health. Just like sitting outside, even when it's kind of crummy out, I still try to get outside and, you know, spend some time out there. I spent a lot of time out on the patio this morning, just like, you know, after it had just rained and I was watching the birds and 
I had my cat out there with me. I was reading a book about manifesting and it was so perfect. So just getting fresh air and, you know, trying to find little things that bring you joy and happiness. Mm -hmm. um, Look for those things because those have a huge impact on your mental health, I find. Mm -hmm. Well said. Yeah. What about you? Um, Well, Actually, it, yeah, it started kind of like with you this morning, actually, because you sent me a video of those um, uh, starlings. Those yeah. starlings are, yeah. They were flying around like crazy. It was so cool. Yeah, so cool. So I love the birds. So listening to birds and just kind of hearing the sounds of nature, not just, you know, on your phone of like all these recorded forest sounds, you know, actually like looking outside and listening to the outside if, I mean I mean sure it would suck if you live downtown and just you know have to hear traffic all the time um, but I mean if you can just like listening to the birds I find is so soothing and uplifting that's all I gotta say about that for today anyways that's cool yeah yeah nature is pretty sweet okay so tomorrow night is the full moon full um, moon in Scorpio Oh, girl. So it's a it's a very intuitive one. And also, yeah. oh, sorry if I cut you off. But, um, no, I was just going to say, no, no wonder it's been affecting you so much. It's in Scorpio. Yes, it's in Scorpio and I'm a Scorpio. So it's, oh, and so this one's actually heightening everybody's intuition. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, all of our intuition is going to be heightened and also secrets, potential secrets will be revealed around this full moon as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and like, if it's not secrets, we're just going to be disillusioned about certain things. Yeah. So don't be too choked. You're just getting a bit of a wake-up call cool yeah if anybody has any recommendations again or if you would just like to you know see what's up with us you can always email the bone diaries podcast at gmail.com or check out our instagram account the bone diaries podcast and yeah feel free to hit us up and be a certified not certified be a bona fide bonehead bonehead mm-hmm. just like one of us all right well uh hey rachel Yeah, Jane. Beware the boneyard.